Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave and welcome to day 106 of Silence in a Year along with Alicia Soto. Here we go. All right, so the title for today is The Place of the Greatest Silence hmm. and the word is manifestation. So today Cardinal Sarah talks about um, St. John the Baptist and how he lived in the desert for 30 years. Don't think I could do something like that. And then Matthew says that he was clothed with camel's hair, with garments made of camel hair, and he ate locusts and wild honey. Mm -hmm. Could you do that? Maybe for a day. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, people thought that he was, like, crazy. People thought he, well, not crazy. Well, maybe. But they thought he was weird. But Cardinal Sarah, he quotes Luke, he says, he was in the wilderness till the day of his manifestation to Israel. What do you think that means? I was going to ask you, what does the word manifestation mean to you? Something being revealed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right. That's what I was going to say, exactly. I think the, the thing about him spending time out in the desert, Alicia, was is that he really grew in intimacy mm -hmm. with God. And so when you, when you grow in intimacy with someone, then you want to spend more time with them. And so I can imagine that, um, I wouldn't say the 30 years went by fast for him, but clearly he was having a lot of conversations um, with God while he was out in the desert. In fact, he was also in jail. Right. Right. But um, he was joyful while he was, right? Yes. Although he still had some questions, right? Remember, he mm -hmm. sent some people back to ask Jesus if he really was the Messiah. Right. What, right. what is your take on that? So, well... I think that the reason why he was, I think he knew the answer, but what he was, he was asking his followers to go ask him so that they heard, not just from him, but they heard it straight from Jesus. That's my take. That was my take too. Okay. I think the take in the chosen was slightly different. Probably, yes. Yeah, from, from what I remember. And what did Jesus say to his followers? Um, I can't remember. He oh. basically said, Go back and tell them that the, oh, the blind can see, right, the lame are healed, the deaf can hear, the mute can speak, right? So it was it was by all of the things that Jesus was doing, right, that would prove that he was the Messiah. So I can tell you that sitting in silence for me has brought a lot of things to, like his, he's revealed a lot of stuff. So there was a manifestation, not but a couple of days ago so i have had a situation that i've been that i've been dealing with and and i've been dealing with it in a very well i've taken it to prayer and adoration and all of and, and all of that um but i was talking to somebody and they made a comment that you you need to do this and i was like okay whatever right um god Are you gonna tell god, us what god the, sends, you, god, sends you, god sends you messages through other people wait it's my story so anyway um the very Next day, I was sitting on my at my prayer chair. It was 4:30 in the morning, so everything's really quiet and it's, it's quite dark in my house. And I was reading the reflection for for the day, and I closed the book and I closed my eyes and I was just sitting there meditating on the words. And I literally heard God tell me, "You just need to go back home." And so, He revealed to me that I needed to go back to my church that I needed to be where he had put me to be something that I had been resisting. So um, I had started going to another church um, and he was telling me, no, you need to go back there. Not only did somebody tell me, but he also revealed to me, 
the only way I could have heard him say that is because I had been bringing that to prayer with him. And he finally realized that, okay, you're not listening, so I'm going to tell you, somebody else is going to tell you for me, and then I'm going to tell you the next day. And for that, that revelation to come up, it just manifested that, okay, all right, God, I hear you. I'm going back to the church where I belong and not to the other church where I've been going to. I feel like you sent you a deacon to tell you that. Well, so it wasn't it wasn't the deacon. He's been telling me that, but remember, yeah, well, I just well, said well, well, I just said that so, I had been resisting that. Right. So he but, sent you a deacon, then he sent you someone else. Right. And then but, he told me. But then finally, yeah, you had to hear it from the horse's mouth. Well, Sorry, course. God, you're not a horse, but you get my point. Well, of course, because <clears> sometimes we re resist that, and I think that that's what was happening with with um, John, uh, John the Baptist's followers is they were resisting what he was saying, and they wanted to to be. They wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth, as you put it. And sometimes we have to do that, and sometimes we have to enter into the desert, as Cardinal Sarah is talking about, that desert in the silence with Jesus. Because sometimes we don't want to hear what other people are telling us, because we're like, eh, no, no. So when anyway, when I shared that with a couple of the women that, I, that I've been praying with, they're like, oh my God, he's answered my prayers. Because all of these other people had been praying too. So... God manifests his his real his revelation to where he wants us to be in so many different forms. We just have to listen to them. We do. So there's an interesting point embedded in all of this, Alicia. And so there's this intimacy, right, in your ongoing prayer with God. You knew this was something. Look, you already knew in your heart something wasn't quite right. Right. And so that's why you were even having this dialogue. So let's give God thanks and praise for the fact that you knew something was not reconciled the way it right. needed to be and so you kept bringing it to prayer working through it which i think is great and that's what we all need to do we should not give up or just say i'm going to do my thing and move on right we, we our heart will pull us i use the word heart for you Thank um you. will pull us to to where we need to go but there's also intimacy with community right right so mm -hmm. your ability to share your frustrations and yeah. your struggles with other people so that they could enter into prayer on your behalf is an important part of this. So I think there's a lot of that. What a great story. I appreciate your vulnerability mm -hmm. Thank you. In, in sharing that because I know that is not your your thing always to no. do, although it's no. becoming her thing. Mm -hmm. So this is exciting stuff. I can't wait. <laughs> You're too funny. Is there a takeaway question? <laughs> there is. So are you allowing yourself to find joy in the desert? Hmm. The desert of silence. Right. Or are you listening to what God is telling you through the people he's telling you or you're not listening. Either way, let's end in prayer. Yes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord, help us to be able to hear your voice, to listen to your call, to understand that oftentimes you are sending messengers, prophets to us, to speak your truth. Help us to discern and be aware of who those people are. Lord, I ask that you bless everyone listening in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. See you later for another Alicia story next time. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>